Good day to you, my friend, and welcome to the newest episode of Polite Talk Podcast. This is your host, Bobby Polite. What's up, baby? This is episode 16, and today we're going to talk about my top five favorite Dragon Quest games. Okay, so... um. I really love Dragon Quest. And if you've been listening to me at all, my other podcast episodes, you would know that, okay? But um, <clears throat> I don't think I've done a top five for Dragon Quest uh, games. Maybe I did. Oh, shoot. I don't remember. At least video version wise, I haven't done one. So, and we haven't made one for a while. And since I've already played all the games, I'm up to date with all the games. Not just that, but I've replayed several of them, like I've mentioned in past episodes. Excuse me. Wow. Just had a little burp come out. Um, I thought it's time to, uh, you know. Yeah. To, uh, I don't know, either remake this video or make it for the first time. Who cares? But uh, here we go. Okay, so I'm going to start from number five. So, you know, obviously out of the top five, that's like the worst one, technically. Um, I will say I love all Dragon Quest games. Every single one of them. And, um, for example, I know that number two, Dragon Quest two, gets a lot of crap, especially because of the, like, ridiculous curve, like, of difficulty at the end, in the last stretch of the game. Uh, but I will say, so I've played it in mobile, and I've also played it in uh, the GBA version, and I loved the GBA version. Um, mostly because the graphics, I love the graphics much better. Anyways, so let's get back to the topic. Top five Dragon Quest games. All right, let's start with number five. So, Dragon Quest Eight, Journey of the, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> the Cursed King, something like that. Um, I really love that game. Um, it's a fantastic game. And um, what I love the most about Dragon Quest VIII is by far the characters. Now, the game itself is very entertaining. The story is appealing. Um, but the strongest thing about the game itself are the characters, especially my boy Yangus. I mean, Yangus is the star of the freaking game dude um he is freaking hilarious especially him and the and the king little ogre king um you know their 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 banter is so hilarious basically anytime yangus speaks it's just gold absolute gold um yeah i mean jessica's all right I mean, we all know why everybody loves her uh, for two reasons. <laughs> her chest. Um, anyways, and uh, her character is 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 decent. It's a decent character. I like her. She she's very strong. She's very hard headed and strong. 
in her personality is very strong at least uh i mean her as a character as well she's incredibly powerful uh especially when you have her at high freaking you know tension and you do a freaking cuff frizz jeez bro uh right now I, i'm replaying dragon quest 8 and right now i would say my favorite spell to use with her is boom i really love the the bang uh boom and kaboom line of spells um so anyway so yeah but like angelo as well is a good character every character's got a lot of depth um but again yangus is by far the best one and in terms of like negatives i mean again i love the game itself but the reason why it's not higher on the list is because i'm i'm not gonna lie the pacing for me personally is kind of slow um yeah it's just a little slow and it's it's kind of hard to play today you know um i have a very limited amount of time to play games and um it's just a little slow paced i mean even even the running animation, like when the character's running in the overworld, is slow. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, the world is gorgeous as well. The world is gorgeous. The monsters are great. You know, everything is gorgeous. Uh, and the story's, like I said, the story's great as well. It's it's good. It's a good story. Uh, I love the voice acting. I got to say, I love the voice acting. I know people complain and say that the PS2 version... The voice acting, they prefer that compared to the newer voice acting. I, I've I haven't played the PS2 version. I have heard some clips and stuff. I don't really care to be honest. But um yeah, the game's great. The game's great. Let's just say that. Let's end there because if not, this episode's gonna be way too long. So Dragon Quest 8 on the number five slot. Dr- the number four slot, okay goes to Dragon Quest Nine, Sentinels of the Starry Skies, something like that. Um, <clears throat> okay, that game, it was a lot of fun. It was very, very, very fun. I absolutely enjoyed that game. Um, in terms of the story, it's, it's, an, it's an okay story. It's not the best Dragon Quest story, mostly because, you know... The, the character themselves and the party are all really, um, you just create them. But I, I actually really liked that. But obviously, because of that, the story kind of suffers. Uh, because you're not, you know, very important. You know, compared to Dragon Quest VIII, which you don't even find out later on how important you are or, or how strong you are, the main character. Um, and Dragon Quest Nine, I mean, you're still important, but like, you know, it, and your companions, especially your companions, like, it's just not, there's just not a lot of camaraderie, camaraderie or like, you know, like group um, togetherness. I can't even, I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for right now, but there's just not a lot of, you're just not emotionally invested in your characters because you created them yourselves, you know? You kind of are because you obviously kind of like created them to appear like your, you know, your family or your friends or loved ones, whatever. But um, it's still not as a deep 
Bond as like, for example, Dragon Quest V uh, characters or Dragon Quest Eight characters because those characters are you're, you're 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 seeing everything about them the whole time. You're learning about them. You're seeing at them at their lows and their highs, and it's just it's different. But I mean, the, you could say that's a negative, but I don't see it as a huge negative. I will say, I mean, in term, it it makes it so you're not fully invested in the characters as much as like you're. Okay, basically. The best thing about the game, I'm just going to go straight to that, um, is the graphic. I love the graphics. I think the graphics are amazing. For a DS game, they're amazing. Um, and the gameplay. I I think, to be honest, out of all the Dragon Quest games, Dragon Quest IX's like, gameplay is probably my favorite. Like It's just, it feels so good like every time you attack every time you you hit an enemy like it just feels good you know um i like the whole like multiplier like if there's like a combo attack you know i like the the camera is just kind of very dynamic it moves around a bit quite a bit um i yeah i just i really like the gameplay it's the turn the turn-based battles are like much more entertaining because of it, I feel like. And so that was something that really I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, and I think and those two things made that game be my fourth pick out of the top five. So anyway, let's move on to the next one. Top three, the third game on my list. And this is going to make you go crazy, especially if you're a Dragon Quest fan. Dragon Quest 7 Realms of Revelation. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Hopefully. Or for, oh no, sorry, Fragments of the Forgotten Past. Realms of Revelation was the last one. Okay, anyways, Dragon Quest 7. Um what? Are you serious? Yes, I'm absolutely serious. And I'll tell you why. Because Dragon Quest 7 was so addicting to me. I will admit that I did get kind of bored of it for a little bit. Um, but the moment that the vocations system opened up, I was hooked. Um, that's another reason why I actually really like Dragon Quest VI. But Dragon Quest VII perfected the vocations. I mean, at least compared to those two games, it, it made vocations better. And I really think that Dragon Quest Seven, I mean, Dragon Quest Nine, included classes. Dragon Quest Ten, I know, has classes, but I haven't been able to play that game. We all know why. It's it's only in Japan, and if you want to play it here, it's way too hard. So please, Yuji Hori, listen to me. Bring us Dragon Quest Ten offline, please. Dragon Quest Ten offline. We want it here. We do, we want it here. Okay, I don't care if it's chibi style. I want it here. I need to play that game. Anyways, but Dragon Quest VII's vocation system was so well done, dude. Okay, I freaking loved it. It was so addicting. It was so addicting. And um, I think that's literally the biggest reason why I love that game. Um, the stories were okay. 
some of them were better than other stories. I say stories because if you've played the game, you know that, you know, it's, it's, it's all kind of, it's, it's not really all, I mean, it is connected in a way, all of the stories, but each, you know, place you go to is basically its own story. You know, each village you go to, then you have to go to the past and then the future and blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like its own story, basically, each place you go to, which is okay. Like I said, there's some places that have better storylines than others, but it makes the game, it really draws out the game. It's a, it's horribly paced, I will say. It's like terribly paced, um, mostly because the game itself is so freaking long, but um but honestly, I actually freaking enjoyed it. I enjoyed the crap out of grinding my vocations, and um, it was it was fantastic. I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was slow to start, but once I really got into it, I got freaking hooked, bro. So I actually really enjoyed that game. Um, so yeah, top. You know, that's my number three pick on the list, Dragon Quest Seven. What's my number two, you ask? Let me tell ya. It is Dragon Quest V. Uh, Hands of the Heavenly Bride. Something like that. I can't believe I forgot all the freaking titles of these games. But yeah, Dragon Quest V. Okay, so the reasons why I love this game, and it's on my my second favorite of all Dragon Quest games, is um, for the story and the replayability. Um, Dragon Quest V is like universally one of basically top three favorite games of any Dragon Quest lover. Um, Yeah, I absolutely loved that game. Uh, I've played it twice. um, And I've also watched the movie... Dragon Quest Your Story, which is on Netflix, um, which which I think has also kind of helped me um, enjoy the story more of that uh, game, or at least appreciate it better. I know that the game compared to the movie is a little different, you know, the story story wise. Like um, <clears throat> they barely mention anything about Ruka or Luca being, um, you know. The Prince of Gotha. Um, Pankraz had a very small role in the... in the. Well, he has a small role in the game too. But uh, the biggest difference is like the kids, for example. You know, the the hero has two kids, not just one. There's a boy and a girl. Um, and well, in the game... Uh, the game is just really entertaining. It's just very entertaining. The story's great. Um... I love, again, the replayability. You could choose Bianca or you could choose, um, in Spanish, it's Flora. In English, it's, um, holy crap, what's her name in English? Bianca's Bianca, either way. But Flora is, oh my goodness, what's her name? Nera, Nera. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I almost forgot her name. Um, Yeah, and then you can also pick Nera's sister. Uh, Diane, right? Diana, something like that. I never picked her, obviously. Um, but it's a great game. The the story's amazing. Um, the animations are great as well. The graphics are beautiful. Uh, the gameplay's fun. 
Um, it's a great game overall. Great, great freaking game. One of the best the series has ever put out. And um, yeah, there's not much else to say about that. So let's go straight into the number one best game, dude. <laughs> Dragon Quest XI-S. And I for sure do not remember that title. The full title. It's a long one. Um, okay, Dragon Quest XI-S. It's my number one favorite Dragon Quest game. Why? Because literally everything. Everything. The graphics, the characters, the gameplay, the story. I mean, the replayability. This game is amazing. The characters are so much fun. Like, the moment you think you forgot about one, let's say Eric, you know, Eric becomes your best boy from the get-go. But then you kind of forget about him. But then he comes back, and he's even better than before. Then you meet his sister, and you're like, bro, I love this guy so much. And at the end, he becomes Super Saiyan, and he's awesome. And um, Silvando. Silvando. Oh, my gosh. That guy is the best character in all of video games. Silvando is the pride and joy of my heart of play, from playing that game. That oh, I absolutely love Silvando, man. He's so freaking funny. He is such a great character. Oh my gosh. I mean, he's basically the actual hero of the story. Let's be real. Silvando is our boy. Okay? My boy. My boy. Freaking love that guy. Um, yeah, and then Martina or Jade. Honestly, she's probably the most boring of the characters. She's just very... She's the classic, you know, sexy character. But also, she's like your older sister, kind of, you know. And she's just kind of boring, to be honest. Um, I liked Serena. 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 Um, and I liked Serena a lot. She was enjoyable. Veronica was fun. Um, but, I mean, Silvando was just the best. Rab was fun too. I liked Rab. I love Rab with his freaking um, Oogler's Digest problem. His little porn problem, um, which is hilarious. Um, he's got freaking the magazine that just slips out a couple times in the game, and it's just hilarious. And the funny thing too was freaking Hendrick. Every time he saw the his magazine slip out, he's like, he knew like the edition it was from what catalog or whatever. Like he's just like, oh my gosh, that's the spring edition of the whatever catalog, which is hilarious because Hendrick is like this righteous justice like warrior hero, um, king, and he just he also loves freaking Oogler's Digest. Which is hilarious, bro. Dude, the story was amazing. That game story was just fantastic. And that's the thing. It's like the first act of the game, it's like you think the game is over. And then like that's the story and that's it. But damn, bro. Then act two happens. And then act three happens. And then you find out the real actual boss. And then you find out what is going on. And then you... It's just... 
freaking amazing. And the game is so great as well because it's literally suited for any, all kinds of different Dragon Quest fans. Like the more casual fan that just wants to play for the story. Um, and you could end at Act 1 and then be a reasonable enough story, you know. But if you want to get into it more, you can. And you will, and you do, and you find out more, and you enjoy it even more. And then the gameplay, dude, it's like the characters, like, the gameplay is really entertaining. The graphics are gorgeous. The monsters are gorgeous. The animations are gorgeous. The the abilities, the spells, um, all the little things you can do as well. It's just so entertaining. Um it's just such a great game, dude. It's a great freaking game, right? I still haven't 100%ed the game. I'm literally, I still haven't beat all of the Wheel of Harma. I think that's what it's called. And I also haven't fully beat the um, tick, Tickington, Tickington, uh, final, 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 final bosses. I was able to beat the first three, but I can't beat the other ones. There's they're so freaking hard. I have to grind pretty hardcore to be able to beat the, the other bosses. The final, final, final bosses from 3, 4, and 5. And then I have to do, I'm assuming then I've got to do, you know, uh, 6, 7, 8. And then, I don't know. But I, I ha- my goal is to beat everything. I want to 100% the game completely. And let me just say, this is a little bit of a spoiler, especially for you, ga- you guys that haven't made it to that point but the last 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 like battle in the story when you're fighting Kalasmos was such an epically just difficult crazy battle like dude it's like at first you can get away with the game just by kind of playing around and learning better spells and this and that but dude by the end of it by act two especially act three you need to learn how to use your party, bro. You need to learn who works well with who, the items. You need to have the right, correct items. You need to have freaking a ton of items. You need to have freaking, like freaking, just, you need to know how to freaking beat some bosses. Like, you might lose to a couple bosses and then you have to like change up your strategy And it'll totally be easier in the next time around. Like, you can't just power through everything. You need to play it smart. You really do. Which is something I really like about this game. It's like, you need to be strategic with how you handle the bosses and the later monsters. Like, you just have to or else you can't survive. It's like, it's not enough to be just super high level. Well, I'm assuming it is. If you you grind it up to all the way to level 99, I'm sure it's a cakewalk. But... Um, I didn't do that. I fought Kalasmos like at a decently high level. Like I wasn't super low, but it was so freaking hard, dude. I mean, it doesn't, it's not fair necessarily that he can attack three times in one turn. That It's freaking crazy, but still I was able to beat him. And the way I beat him was so epic. I was literally... I'm not even kidding. I was literally on my last leg. I have used up all my freaking magic. I have used up 
all my freaking items. I have used up. I only had four characters left. I forgot exactly which ones they were. But I was so lucky. So lucky. Because you also don't know what his health is at the point. I knew he was really low. But I was able to do a um, the pet power Kazapstrophe. Kazapstrophe. Like the strongest zap spell. When, when everyone's like pepped up. And with that spell, I'm not kidding. If I would have been hit one time, any one of my members, I would have died 100%. But because I had Kazapstrophy, everyone was like at super low health. And because of Kazapstrophy, I freaking beat Kalasmos, dude. It was the most epic freaking fight because I thought I was going to lose so many times. But I kept finding ways to like come back. I was patient. I was like, oh my gosh, dude, that fight was so rewarding. It was so rewarding because, and it was my first fight, the first time I I fought him and I beat him. And I mean, I was prepared going in, but still, I literally almost died. Like, I was so freaking lucky, bro. I'm not kidding. It was great. It was fantastic. Such a great way to end that, like, the story. Fantastic. So like I said, I, I do still want to 100% the game because um, it's such a freaking game. And I would actually like to replay it. I actually want to replay it, the Japanese version, the 3DS version, which I have the 3DS and the 3DS game. And I would like to play that version um, someday, maybe soon, hopefully. But um, that game, dude, 11, Dragon Quest XI-S is a beautiful freaking game, especially... Dragon Quest-wise, my favorite. Absolutely my favorite. Um, So yeah, so that's my top five favorite Dragon Quest games. Um, Let me know if you agree or disagree. Let me know your thoughts on my thoughts. And um, yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that Dragon Quest Twelve is a great game. And uh, I'm pretty sure it will be. I mean, we know that it's supposedly it's going to be a little different in terms of gameplay. It's going to be a little more mature in ten- terms of the story and the setting and everything. But I have full faith in Yuji Hori, man. That guy knows what he's doing. And his freaking directors, bro. They, they're doing a great freaking job. Um, so anyway, we'll see how that goes. So yeah, that's about it. Um with that and i think i'm just gonna end the episode there so yeah oh sorry i need i do need to mention one thing sorry um a a reason why i did a dragon quest episode by the way for my podcast this episode for episode 16 was because i'm actually getting ready to launch a new YouTube channel focused on Dragon Quest. Uh, It's going to be a YouTube channel, and I'm also going to have a Patreon. Um, If you're interested, I would love for you guys to join me. Uh, Basically, it's going to be focused on Dragon Quest Die for a while, but I'm going to be reviewing Dragon Quest Die manga. Each chapter, I will be reviewing each chapter. And I'll also be reviewing each anime episode 
of the of the series, the new one that came out just last year. Oh, two years ago now? It might be two years now that I think about it. Um, and I will also be doing like a quick review of the current episodes that are going on every week. Uh, like a short, a YouTube short. Um, and then on the Patreon, I'm actually going to be uploading, recording and uploading my reactions to every episode. Now I am starting from episode one. Um, so that I know that that sounds like it might not be appealing, but if you're interested, I totally love for you guys to join. But anyways, um, my channel is called Dragon Quest Papi. Um, my editor, if you'd be so kind to, uh, show the logo of that channel. Um, but yeah, Dragon Quest Poppy. And that, it's not going to be up for another week or two. But uh, I will mention it on next week's episode as well. Um, but it should be up by, oh, in, in a week or two. Anyways, that's basically all I wanted to say. Um, so thank you guys for watching this video. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast episode um, on whatever services you're listening to me on or watching me on. I appreciate you. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Do not forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or follow me for more content on whatever, you know, podcast app you're listening to me on. All right, guys, we'll see you guys next time.